Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies and TV shows we missed on when they're super popular. I guess you could say that we're late, late to, to the, the party. party. <laughs> hey, hey, I have a question for you. Tell me. How does it feel to go viral? You have a viral video now. It's very out of body. Not really out of body. I don't know what the right word is. It's just very, I've just been, you know that meme of Lisa Simpson staring at the table with her mouth wide open? Yeah. That's how I've felt for the last 24 hours. <laughs> like I'm just like staring at my phone like what is happening to me? For context uh, to anybody who doesn't know, there was a nor'easter the other day, which is just like a big snowstorm up in the northeast part of the country. Mm -hmm. And it dumped a bunch of snow on us. So I was like, hey, cool. What if I just made a time lapse? So I set up a GoPro. I let it go overnight. And then I put together a little like clock counter the next day and I posted it onto um, Instagram and TikTok. And then about six hours after I posted it, it just blew up. It got like <laughs> millions of views, millions of likes. Then the next day, Complex, which is that brand on Instagram, yeah, they reposted it. Didn't ask me for permission, but they did kind of credit me. Yeah. And then Memes Are asked me for permission. So I was like, yes, Memes Are, please highlight <laughs> me on your meme page. <laughs> so then they shared it. So for the past maybe 48 hours, my brain has been absolute mush. Yeah, I'm sure. And just notifications just off the wall. Yeah. But it's really cool. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm trying to like step back and appreciate it for what it is because I know like I'm not gonna go viral again. You gotta put it on your achievement board. I was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, my achievements this year have really left and right here. <laughs> but um no, it's really cool. It's um it's interesting. It's actually funny because you just like forget, you know, when you just when you're in your bubble, you forget how many people in the world have never seen snow. Yeah. Like not even just people in the country, like the whole world. Like it's it's also really cool. Like on TikTok, there's a lot of international comments. Like I can't understand any of them, but it, you know, like I'm seeing <laughs> Korean comments. I'm seeing comments in like just other like Middle Eastern languages. And like, I'm like, I can't answer you, but thank you for interacting. You know? <laughs> but yeah, besides that, I'm just trying to figure out how to strategize the attention that I'm getting right now. Yeah. to like best benefit us and, and like just make make the most of it you know and also to not like stress yourself out mentally yeah oh no I'm already stressed out oh you know I, I can't function if I'm not stressed out so I'm gonna take a step back in a few days you're always stressed and I'm always anxious yeah we We're, are a great team great yeah <laughs> so let us know if you've seen my video because <laughs> yeah it's just it's been it's so interesting I've been um taking screenshots of just the progress of just how the video has been growing and really it was nothing for the first six hours, I was like, oh, cool. This is just going to be another like trash, not trash, but like another like nothing video that I just post for whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like within an hour, it blew up <laughs> and then it kept going and it hasn't stopped since. <laughs> You're like, what is happening? And for anybody who wants to go viral, um, consider your notifications <laughs> and your mental well-being maybe. And also there's no, there's no real formula. So you don't, don't ask me how I did it because I don't know what happened. <laughs> I truly don't know what happened. <laughs> you know where else I don't know where things happened? In um, Fargo? Yeah. Ah, yeah. You what betcha. What a transition. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. <laughs> this is a 1996 Coen Brothers movie. Yes. And what did you know about it beforehand? I knew there was going to be a lot of snow. Snow, yes. Yeah. I have watched this movie before, I'll confess, but I don't remember anything. Interesting. When did you watch it? 
I watched it like in college because my friend had to watch it for a class and I was like cool I'll watch it with you and I get didn't retain anything I feel that you know when something's assigned to you you just can't do it yeah like any movie <laughs> that I watched in college it's, there's no recollection yeah doesn't exist nope I just knew that this was a Coen Brothers movie so it would be kind of funny because they just they have a good balance of that mm-hmm. I knew that it was like in Michigan or some somewhere nearby and I know that there's a TV show spinoff of this movie oh oh you betcha Chris Rock stars in it oh you betcha wow i think i'll have to watch it yeah (laughs) Uh, so that's what i knew and can i give you a nat's original synopsis oh my god please do so i was wrong about michigan it does take place in minnesota by the way you're close minnesota (laughs) that's just how they said it so a minnesota man needs money so he hires two con men to kidnap his wife for ransom and it does not go as planned oh for sure for sure oh yeah (laughs) and we're saying this so much because I feel like they say, yeah, and you betcha, and for sure, at least a million times in the movie. Yeah, we would fit right in here. Oh, you betcha. <laughs> Absolutely. We I'm would. like, they just said, yeah, 50 times in a row. Like, I need to be part of this conversation. That's my culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so how do we open? So we open um, with on-screen text dating. This is a true story. The events depicted in this film took place in Minnesota in 1987 at the request of the survivors. The names have changed. Out of respect for the dead, the rest has been told exactly as it occurred. Did not expect that. I was like, we're in for a ride. Yeah. this is, Here we go. Strap in. I was like, a true story? Hold on. <laughs> and I just, I love the, the tone of like, out of respect for the dead, we're telling it exactly as it is. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, we're not going to. So then we fade into some whiteout conditions because yes. it just snows everywhere. And this car is booking it. Booking it. I was like, excuse me? We get a, a cast list in the beginning. And I was yeah. like, what a cast. Francis McDormand, William H. Macy, Steve Buscemi. I yeah. had no idea. No, me neither. Oh, amazing. <laughs> I love it already. Yeah. New Yorkers could never drive like this in the snow. No. Like- <laughs> in a sedan? Yeah. That thing does not have four wheel drive. Yeah, including me. Like we get too cocky. Yeah, we a little bit <laughs> with our drive. We're like, oh, I have my Subaru, which yeah. is me. <laughs> I'm like, I have front wheel drive. Like I can make it. <laughs> like, get no. stuck eight times on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, help me. <laughs> so there's another thing too. Is like I swear, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, uh, assuming this, but I feel like so all these period movies will show a sedan driving in the snow when a sedan cannot handle driving in the snow, unless it's just really a Minnesota thing and like New Yorkers can't handle it. Yeah, I don't. I guess New Yorkers can't handle it. I don't know. Maybe places with like that get a ton more snow are just like yeah, whatever. Just put on some tires on that baby. Some they new just, ones, some chains on those tires. Yeah. Ooh. Or maybe they just have um, totally perfected drifting through the snow. Imagine, I would love that. <laughs> So then we see that we're in Fargo, North Dakota, and a car pulls up to a bar. So then William H. Macy goes inside, and he goes up to Steve Buscemi and some other dude who's sitting next to him. We learn that William H. Macy's name is Jerry Londongard, and Steve Buscemi's name is Carl Showalter. Mm-hmm. Last names don't really matter in this movie. Yeah. So anyway, Carl is mad because somebody named Shep told them to meet here at 7.30, but Jerry's like, oh, I heard it was 8.30. <laughs> so then Carl's like, well, it was 7.30, and somebody's wasting my time. It's just a whole bunch of back and forth nonsense like yeah, that. Yeah, he's just very grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> So then the dude next to Carl is Gare. Gare? Yeah. I'm not sure how to uh, really pronounce his name. Yeah. But it's G-A-E-A-R. Yes. So that's the name. Uh-huh. And his last name is Grums Rude. Yep. He's got a name. <laughs> He's got a name. Yeah. <laughs> He's a guy with a name. Yes. Pretty scary looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that man. <laughs> so then he's not moving at all he doesn't he like is basically a vegetable yeah he's just kind of there uh carl says they want their car and the forty thousand dollars and jerry says the the car was first and then the money 
And these two are just not on the same page with, with what's happening in this deal. Yeah. So Jerry's plan is to get his wife kidnapped. So her wealthy family pays the ransom because her dad is loaded. Yes. He he gets half the cash, gives the other half to Carl and Gare. And he says he's in financial trouble, but doesn't say what. Like he yeah. never explains what then, he needs his money for. Yeah. And Carl's like, why don't you just ask your family for it? And then he's like, my my father-in-law won't give it to me. Can't tell my wife that I need it. Yeah. You know your plan is bad when the two dudes you're hiring to kidnap your wife are both like, yeah, no, this is a bad plan. Yeah. <laughs> but red flags, I don't think exist in this movie. Yeah. They just, they didn't, they weren't there. They're so. like, yeah, I'll just take the money and go. <laughs> Sounds sounds fake, but okay. Yeah. So we cut to Minneapolis, and Jerry gets home. His wife greets him. Father-in-law is there watching hockey. Dad's name is Wade. So Wade is staying for supper, and the son excuses himself to go to McDonald's with his friends. But Dad's like, oh, what, are you going to have a milkshake for dinner? Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Not, not exactly all that, but Wade was um, Wade looks like a hard ass. Yeah. Like, and he's watching the game. He's got a glass of something hard in one hand and a stress ball in the other. And I was like, damn, this man's really passionate about his sports. Yeah. (laughs) Quick aside, the accents in this movie. I love them. Out of this world. Yeah. Love it. Jerry's wife has the cutest little accent. She's so cute. That Minnesota accent. Yeah. She's so adorable. I love her so much. Yeah. Her name (laughs) is Jean. Uh, (laughs) I never caught her name through the whole movie. I had to like keep reminding myself. I was but like so, Janet. It starts with a J. It's a J name, yeah. So Jean. then, over dinner, Jerry is talking to Wade about, "Have you had a chance to look at my proposal yet?" And um, Wade is like, "Uh, you know, uh." So then Jerry pushes a little bit, and he's like, "You know, it's it's just seventy five hundred thousand dollars." And Wade's like, "That's a lot of money." And Jerry's 750. like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars." Did I say seventy five hundred? But anyway, Wade's like, "That's a lot of money," and Jerry's like, "Oh yeah, I'll pay you back." And, oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> so then Wade's like, I mean, I've had a few lots in the fifties, but they all lost a lot of money. So now I'm also like, why, why, why invest in a parking lot? I'm interested in like why that industry and not another one. Yeah. Right. Especially in like a not really metropolitan area. Yeah. Doesn't seem like the best choice. Some like we- weird dinky small town. Yeah. But you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So Jerry says that if this works out, this could do really well for him and Gene and Scotty. So Gene is wife, Scotty's a son. So then <laughs> Jerry's out. Jerry's out. Yeah. I was like, bro, you're going to get caught so easy. So like you're asking this man for money to buy land and this guy's not about it. And then you're going to kidnap his daughter. Right. For, and like for ransom money. Very convenient timing. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Wade is like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this. And he's just super not about Jerry. No, he's not. There's <laughs> zero respect in this house. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very clear. <laughs> so then so then we cut to the car on the road and it's Carl and Gear. Gear? Gear? So Gear wants to stop for a pancake house. Carl doesn't want to because yeah. they've been driving for how long? Carl wants poon while the other guy wants pancakes. Yes. <laughs> not the same page these guys are no, on. No, definitely not. So then Carl's like, we'll stop at a bar so that we can get some shots. And then Gare's like, I want pancakes. I don't want shots. Which same. Like, if I yeah. want a pancake, I want a pancake. I don't want shots. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so then Carl's like, all right, fine. We'll stop. We'll get late tonight and we'll get pancakes at the same place. And I was like, all right, that's a compromise, I guess. But also he asked for pancakes now and at, not later. At the same place? Wow, the service is amazing. Yeah, right. <laughs> they serve everything in here (laughs) 
So then we cut to a car dealership and it turns out that Jerry is on the wall of car dealer. So he's like the executive car salesman or whatever. He sucks. Somebody, he's the worst. <laughs> he kind of sucks. Somebody's complaining to Jerry about some detail. Like Jerry agreed to maybe selling this car for 19.5, 20 minutes ago, maybe. And then he comes in and now the price is at like 13 or whatever the number is. It, he Not like 13, upcharged but like up, because yeah, 23. He, uh, yeah, because he added in something that they didn't want. Yeah. So they're like screaming at him. And I'm like, damn, Jerry, get it together. You're trying to swindle customers and get your wife kidnapped. Right. He's got too much going on. <laughs> You're a bad dude. Toes in too many different waters. Yeah. I don't know what exactly. the saying is, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. And he's like, this I totally believe sales people probably do. Absolutely. Because he's like, oh, I'm going to go talk to a manager. And then he leaves and just like walks over to the break room, asks a coworker about sports and then goes back and is like, I could take $100 off that upcharge. Ooh, wow. Big guy. Wow. And I also saw this video that was like exposing. The mic thing? Yes. Did you send that to me? I don't know. But no, yes. So for the who 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 didn't understand that, I'm going to translate that for you really quick. And yes. that's basically um, apparently car dealerships. I don't know wh- whatever sales people, whether it's a car dealership or something else. Yeah, they will do the I'll talk to my manager thing. They'll leave either their phone or their AirPod yeah. on speakerphone in the room with so you they so they can that, hear you discuss stuff yeah so that they can come back and upcharge you again or like just try to keep swindling you yeah so if that ever happens to me i'm not saying nothing yeah Plead i'll the fifth yo i'll cover it <laughs> <laughs> i'll go like turn the mic off i'll go yeah, <laughs> phone in the thing <laughs> you or like you just talk about some nonsense yeah <laughs> like oh man so the weather over there in minnesota wow yeah have you heard about that you just like are texting each other yeah i was texting my cousin all the way in india and um they were saying something about uh, you know just the weather over there is even weirder you know <laughs> just go off onto some really weird tangent and i was also thinking about going up to space soon so you just learn sign language yeah right <laughs> so then yeah he comes back the guy's like fuming about him not taking money off of his thing. His poor wife is sitting there like with just baby in hand. Yeah, she's like, I just want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> so then he also he's like so mad, but he still takes out his his checkbook to pay. So it does work, I guess. I guess he really needed a but, car. Yeah, they were like in in a in a knot or whatever it's called. I just have forgotten a tizzy. Yeah, a tizzy going viral again. <laughs> You got brain mush. Brain mush. Can't speak. Can't think. And this will come out a week after. It will. <laughs> also, actually, I guess I should have said this way earlier. A few people did like listen to us from that video. Aww. So welcome to the new people. Yeah. Thanks. This is what we do. <laughs> this is the welcome 20 minutes into the to episode. Ooh. It's okay. We're late <laughs> to the party. We're on brand. This is just more of the same. Perfect. Cut to a watch out of a big Paul Bunyan statue that tells us that we're in Brainerd whatever state i didn't catch the state but the town is called brainerd and we cut to a motel and carl and gear are getting laid right next to each other in the same hotel room which i guess isn't weird for them but also i mean they're on their schedule they promised to get laid and get their pancakes i didn't know they were close like that me neither having sex in the same room is it yeah i just i don't understand that life yeah i mean i don't get it yeah but then we cut to them all just hanging out after watching tv and i didn't understand what any of this had to do with the movie but okay yeah but then like yeah, it, it kind of circles back around later. So now some morning, Jerry's wife is giving Jean. Jean yeah, she did. <laughs> Jean is giving their son a lecture during breakfast because yes. he's getting bad grades. And mom tells him he can't go to the sports game. The was sports. Was it hockey? It was hockey. Hockey. Uh, and he gets so upset. He finally like actually acknowledges her. Yeah. At first he's like, mm-hmm. And then she's like, no hockey. And he's like, but mom. Ma'am. Yeah. yeah. C's don't get hockey skis. Bro, they don't get it together there's no c in hockey hockey there is, skis no there is c in hockey. <laughs> hockey skates 
Pete's. There's. I tried to make it rhyme. It's okay. No, no, no. But it, I got. I picked up what you put down. Snow skis. There we go. There you <laughs> go. Pick up a different sport. It's fine. <laughs> the phone rings and it's Wade on the other line asking for Jerry, and he tells him that Stan Grossman is called, wanting to check out the proposal. And I guess Stan Grossman is like a big shot, or like maybe Wade's partner or something. Yeah, I guess his business buddy. Yeah, Jerry gets very excited about that, so it's good news. And we just established that Wade tells him to meet at. 2.30. I don't know where they're meeting, but they're going to meet at 2.30. Yes. So then we cut to a car shop and Jerry goes up to Shep asking if he has an alternate number for Carl and Gear because he thinks that the people he hired may not need to be hired anymore. Ooh. So, yikes. Shenanigans. <laughs> Maybe you should have had your plan laid out before you started moving on it. Yeah. And Shep is so blunt during this. And I'm like, he's great. He's very quick. Short answers. Yeah. He has no time for any of this. No nonsense. And I would like him if he wasn't friends with shady people. Yeah. Like, Shep, what's going on? Why are you friends with these guys? I am scared of him, though. Yeah. <laughs> because of later. Yes, yes, no, yes. Right, now. right now, he seems like a nice guy, a nice mechanic, very serious about his he job. He knows what he's doing, yeah. Yeah. So, Shep basically vouches for Gare, but has no idea who Carl is. So, I was like, oh, man, Carl's going to be a problem later, yeah, he's going to F this up. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, basically, Jerry's like, do you have another number for him? And Shep's like, nope. And then he's like, okay, well, I need to get in contact with him. He's like, not my problem. Yeah, sucks and I was like, suck. I respect one man in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> just one man. <laughs> so then we cut to Carl and Gare on the road. Gare is a uh, chain smoker. He will not stop smoking. Yeah. So and then <laughs> Carl's so annoyed about it, and I feel him in this part because I am constantly around smokers. Yeah. And I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> yeah. You didn't choose that life. No. The life chose you, and that's not fair. <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. So we established that they're close to the Twin Cities, and Carl has beef with Garrett because he's barely speaking, and he's like, you know, like, as a passenger, like, you need to be speaking. So... Let's lay out what the passenger rules are. Yes. What do you do on a road trip as a passenger? What do I do? Yes. I try not to space out because yes. I try to pay attention for you in case you're missing stuff. Very important. Yes. Very helpful. <laughs> yes. Also in charge of the DJ skills. Yes. Helping navigate. Mm -hmm. You help to keep me awake. Yes. You keep my brain stimulated so that I'm also not drifting off. Yeah. I will not fall asleep if I'm in the passenger seat. And I respect that so much. <laughs> and I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. And Garrett, like, I do respect you and I am scared of you, but uh, you got to step it up as a passenger. Yeah, something. It's not safe for you to just be sitting there smoking and just not making any noise. Yeah. Carl is very obviously uncomfortable with long silences. Yeah. <laughs> Carl turns out seems to be the most annoying character I've ever met, maybe. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And Carl's like, fine, you don't want to talk? Then I won't talk. And then he keeps talking about not talking. He's like, you want silence? then fuck you you're getting silence i'll give you silence <laughs> yeah i'm giving you silence two right seconds now. of silence later see i gave you silence don't you like that how do you like that now <laughs> and like carl shut up yeah, dude <laughs> just like stop please just stop <laughs> so then we cut back to jerry somebody from gmac is calling him and i have no idea what they're from but they're asking for a serial number on the car that he took a loan out on mm -hmm. and jerry's like oh yeah i sent that over in the uh the Three, facts over there Three hundred twenty thousand dollars of loans yeah for cars yeah oh jerry's really bad with money yeah he is <laughs> so then jerry's just making up some bs about how like oh yeah i'll send that over right now and the guy's like no 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 but i cannot read the serial number so you need to tell me what the serial number is on these cars or i have to take back the money yeah he keeps going around in circles and this guy was like no no like i really need this information and jerry's just like oh yeah i'll have my my girl send it over oh you betcha oh you betcha yeah jerry kind of reminds me of harry wormwood you Who's know that? matilda's dad oh uh, <laughs> yeah yep. how he would like sell people shitty used cars say less <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um this guy's like listen if you don't give us those numbers, we're taking back that money. 
Right. <laughs> like, oh, man. And you know what else I'm hearing is yeah. that Jerry is the worst kinds of people because he's the one that passes as just like a nobody on the side of the street, but is doing the worst. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. That's scary because you're like, oh, this is just a normal, like, boring dude. And then you see all these shenanigans he's in and you're like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, like a lanky, like, not intimidating dude. Yeah. And he's out here messing with all of this money mm-hmm. out to ruin all of these people's lives. Yeah. Just because he doesn't know how to make a plan. I know. Or like get a deal done. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> what a what a guy to look up to. Yeah, really. So we cut to Jean. Oh, she's so cute. She's watching a morning talk show and knitting. Minding her business. Oh, wearing the cutest sweater in the world. But then what happens? <laughs> oh, my God. Carl comes over wearing like a burglar mask <laughs> and he goes over to the windows and is like peeking in and she's watching him. Right, and she doesn't do anything. (laughs) She's just watching him at the windows because they have these big windows on their walls. He peeks in, definitely sees her. Yeah, but breaks the window in. Yeah, he keeps checking more and more. And then, so he smashes through and she runs. And then Gare comes in through the front door. Yes. Because I guess it was unlocked. They, they they be trusting people in this town, I guess. Oh, that's that's the worst. Yeah. Lock your doors. I lock mean, your cars, lock your doors. True crime expert over here. Honestly. <laughs> Is this oh a, so in speaking of true crime, yes. how many of these stories do you hear where like, uh, not to All victim the time. blame, but to victim blame? All the time. They're like, oh, we live in like a, a safe place. Like no one locks their doors. And I'm like, that's the problem. <laughs> lock your damn door. You're making it too easy for them. Yeah. I have an uncle and one of his biggest pet peeves is when people don't lock their doors. Mm. And I told him about this documentary where these people didn't lock their doors and someone came to their house and abducted their kid. And he was like, see, (laughs) 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 he goes on a full campaign. Yeah. Lock your doors, people. Lock your doors. (laughs) But then, so so Gare grabs her. Mm -hmm. She bites him in the hand. Really hard. Yeah. Self-defense. You know, I get that. She's a fighter. Yeah. So he's bleeding now. She runs upstairs to the bathroom, grabs a phone to try to call 911 or something, but But then on a wire, it's on a wire. Yeah. Yeah. It's a landline. (laughs) Which is, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Every, we know what landlines are. Yeah. So. It's way back when like wireless phones were not a thing. Not a thing. No, no, no. <laughs> this was the 90s. Well, actually it was told in the 80s. Yeah. So it was way before even. Yeah. Anyway, she grabs the phone, but they yank the phone from her because again, it's a, a, it's a landline. Mm-hmm. So she can't call 911. So she tries to crank the window open, but it's such a slow crank. <laughs> so she she's not getting anywhere. Aww. So they eventually bust in. They see that the window's open, so Carl goes running out to go check on her outside. Gare stays in the bathroom to look for some, like, like cream for his hand. Yeah. Because a smart man, you have to take care of yourself before you take care of other people, right? <laughs> the only time. Right. So then he, as he's putting the cream on his hand, he notices the shower's closed behind him, and he's like, she's in there. And then before he can do anything, she jumps out from behind the shower curtain. Do people just not close their shower curtains when their shower's not in use? Some people do. Some people, like, it depends, like. Depending I closed mine. Ours. ours is closed like at the end of the night so that it can finish like it could dry off. Yeah. And then my mom washes her in the morning so she will like open it up to wash it and then she kind of just leaves it open from there. Oh. So it depends. Huh. You know, <laughs> but I get it keeping it closed. But anyway, she jumps out from behind the shower curtains. Still has the curtain on her though. Yeah. Like ghost mode basically. Yeah. Runs Tackles him. House. Yes. <laughs> but also he's so big he doesn't budge. No. So she basically bounces off of him. Yeah. And then she goes flying through the house. And then falls down the stairs. Gets knocked out from that. Oh my God. So now they've taken her. Yes. And. I thought she was dead for a half second. For a hat. Me too. I was like oh no. <laughs> and again I know you're panicking in that moment but pull the shower curtain off your face. It's two seconds. In, in, a, in a matter of survival. <laughs> 
yes for the sh- for the sake of shock value right but then like you still need to survive yeah so you need to pull that off of your face mm-hmm. but again i've never been in that situation so i don't know what i would do no me neither <laughs> would i would i also fall down the stairs who knows yeah <laughs> i would have <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so then we cut back down to jerry and he's in his meeting with stan grossman and wade so stan looks impressed with the numbers on the pitch and they're like so uh what kind of finder's feed do you want for this and jerry's face drops yeah he's like my what excuse me so they're like this is a good pitch like what do you want for it you brought it to us yeah. what do you want and they're like wait 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 you wanted us to give you money so that you could profit off of it <laughs> they straight up laugh in his face silly man and he's like hey whoa 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 hold now now i was i brought this to you as my my profit kind of thing and they're like no 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 sweetie yeah they muscle him, him totally out of this they're like you can get the finder's fee or nothing right because we're gonna go for this we have the money you don't and at that point i would take the finder's fee yeah at that point you gotta like if this is my only option to like make it or like to make the money you gotta take the finder's fee yeah else, you know like it's a something or nothing kind of thing yeah exactly Especially so, when you don't have the money. And he's like, but, right. I'll, he's like, but I'll pay you back with interest as we make money there. And they're like, no, we're, we're not, not a bank. Yeah, we're businessmen. Yeah. <laughs> so then they say, fine. Well, if you aren't interested in that, then we'll happily move on independently. And I was like, damn, Jerry, Ooh. you just lost your entire any leverage that you had. Yeah, really. Good one. <laughs> so then we cut to Jerry going to his car and he's parked. He's the only car in this parking lot. And he parked all the way out in the middle. Like an idiot. Also yeah. in the middle and crooked. Yeah. What? what? So no one else parks next to you oh yeah genius right, right. yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> he was at risk of somebody dorting in him in this lot <laughs> so then he has to go scrape his window off and then he has like a little temper tantrum yeah so it's one of those like character moments he's just he's under so much stress you know so much stress he's, he's really sucks with money someone's kidnapping his wife right now on his request <laughs> yeah incredible this man <laughs> so then jerry gets home hands full of groceries calls to Jean, but she isn't home because guess what nope so then he goes upstairs to check on the bathroom and sees the entire mess that happens. So next thing we see him practicing calling Wade in a panic. Yeah. What an asshole. Oh my God. What a dick. And I guess Jerry's first phone call is going to be to Wade, which when you don't want to look suspicious, you call the cops first, but whatever. <laughs> also, now he has to pay for all the shit they broke. You know, that's his fault. Like, what's 40000 when you got to fix a $10,000 window? Yeah. And the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know how much windows cost. I assume they're expensive. They're, I'm sure they're expensive. <laughs> it's the window plus installation. Whew. Yeah. You know? Insurance on that thing? I have no idea what that costs. Yeah, no. But also, like, the window, the bathroom, his wife's trauma. Yeah. You know? It's, there's It piles up. Yeah. Either, anything that comes out of this, he's just, he's probably losing money. Yes, exactly. So now we're with Carl and Gare, and they're going back to Bunyan Town. Yes. And we hear Mom. Bunyan Town. <laughs> yeah. We hear Jean crying in the backseat, and then we see they're going to get pulled over. Whoops. And Carl says he didn't put his tags on the car. So you plan to commit a crime, and you didn't make sure your car was, like, not pulloverable. What an irresponsible crook. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve what you get now. You yeah. deserve to get caught. Hope you get caught. But you make it too easy for them. Honestly, <sighs> the cop takes a suspiciously long time to come over. It's a state trooper. Yes. And Carl shows his license and tries to bribe the, bribe the cop. But no dice. This guy's like, all right, step out of the vehicle. And he also, like, Carl is so suspicious. He's like, hey, buddy, I, uh, I'm i going to put the tags on right now. I might even do it just like this second. You want to hang out while I do it right now? Here's yeah. my tags. But anyway, I'm just going to go put them on right now. Yeah, he's so not smooth. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also, yeah, it's just like, can you be more suspicious, Carl? Yeah, Just exactly. like tell him you have a body in the back. So Gene starts to make sounds again, which catches the cop's attention. 
So a gay air kills him. Yeah. He like grabs him by the head, shoots him straight in the noggin. Horrific. Yeah. Oh my the God. The blood spills onto Carl's lap and I'm like, hmm. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> if that was me, I would, I'd, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I would have thrown up. You absolutely. Um, <laughs> I jumped. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Neither did I. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was just like, oh, we're going down this road now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Awesome. <laughs> so then Carl obviously is freaking out. And then Gara's like, you said you were going to be chill about it. That was anything but chill. <laughs> So go take care of the body. Go put it on the side of the road. So Carl gets out to go how grab you, the body. How do you be chill about a headshot like right in front of your face? Well, he should have been chill about the cop coming up to him first. Oh, yeah. That's the part that got out of hand. Yeah. True. If it was at all controlled, none of that would have happened. Yes. This is all Carl's fault. <laughs> if you put the plates on in the first place, you yeah. wouldn't be in the situation, Carl. <laughs> so then... Yes. As Carl is pulling the body to the side of the road, we see another car approaching them from the opposite side. So now it's like, oh boy. And these people stuck their heads out of the fucking window to look. I mean, I would have. Yeah, same. Or actually, you know what? I would have seen it from a distance and be like, it's not my business. Don't look. I can't see anything. I don't know what's happening. You're like, what's happening? You turn your lights off. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, guys, I'm a friend. I'm not going to snitch. Please just don't. I'm not I'm not a threat. But anyway, um, Gayar just totally chases this car down, gets yeah. his gun ready. And I'm like, oh, shit. So... He loses the car for a hot second when he's chasing it, but then finds it flipped in the snow. Yeah. The guy gets out of the car and runs, but he gets shot down. He checks the car and finds the passenger. Sniped, though. Gear doesn't miss. Yeah. His first shot straight in the back from, like, yeah. yards and yards away. Oh, my God. Incredible. He's a scary dude. Yeah. He's a bad dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yes, back to the car. Yeah, so there's a passenger in there. He shoots her. Just nothing. Just, yeah. yeah. And no also, thought. the driver who just left his friend in the car? Yeah. So fake. Wow, didn't even try to help them unbuckle or anything? That girl was suspended in the car because her seatbelt was on. Oh, she man. was stuck. Yeah, she was stuck. And oh. that friend just straight up left. Whether that's like a boyfriend, a brother, a friend, like that's so trashy. It is trashy. And they both died anyway. They both died anyway. So. But but that means that the second person died knowing that the first person ditched them. Yeah, that's shitty. That's so shitty. Uh-huh. Anyway, yes. next morning. Um, we pan over a room that has paintings and duck statues. We see a woman in bed. She gets woken up by telephone. Frances McDormand. Yes. Her Finally. name is Marge. Love her so much. She's so cute. She's a cute little accent yes. too. I love her. Oh, you betcha. Oh, you betcha. So she wakes up. She's part of the police department. So she's like, oh, I'm getting called into the office. Her husband's name is Norm. And he's like, oh, I'll fix you some eggs. And I was like, stop. You guys are so cute. He's so cute. And he's, she's like, no, it's fine. You can keep sleeping. And he just insists on getting like, up no, and making I'll fix her you some eggs on oh they're so cute is me doing the accent offensive i don't know maybe i, like, I guess i'll stop doing it i like doing the accent i love oh, doing it i love the but accent in the case that i don't like people doing asian accents maybe i'll stop it for now yeah but these are like white people <laughs> <laughs> this is just a different american accent yeah. okay i'll keep people the, do new york accents that's all the true, time that's true we even do them yeah as you do the hand thing. As I'm doing the hand thing right now. Wow. Okay, so keep going with that I'm accent. Italian for anyone who doesn't know. So, um, so Norm goes to fix her some eggs, hon. And then they are so cute eating their breakfast together. They are. And then she gets, uh, it's cute all over again because she gets up to leave and he says, love you, Margie. And then she's like, love you, Norm. She leaves. And Camera hangs on Norm eating for a hot second because Marge comes back. She needs a jump. Aw. So they just, what a wholesome and just like calm and just like 
just no drama family I we got going on here. Yeah. He is so adorable. <laughs> so we cut to Marge. Marge is a cop, by the way. Yeah, she's, she's a cop. She's got a cute little uniform on. She gets to the scene of the crime. Yes. She meets somebody, her partner named Lou. He catches her up on the triple homicide. And she's like, oh, boy. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. And she gets down. She, like, analyzes everything. She sees the footprints. She sees the body. She figures everything out super quick. In two seconds. Yeah. She's like, oh, so guessing by this, I'm going to say that they saw the crime because there's only two bodies here. So I'm sure they drove away. The person chased them so that there'd be no alibis. And uh, judging by the footprint I see here, he's a big dude. Yeah. And I was like, Marge, okay, I see why you got your job. Yeah. And she's like, oh, here's some littler footprints. There's a littler guy. Yeah. Because they go over to the cop car now where the third body is. Yes. And she's like, oh, this guy, yeah, he's uh, he's smaller than his his pal. Oh, my God. Marge, wow, you. You're a genius. She's on top of it. Yeah. I'm like, wow. They also find out the bad guys are driving a tan Sierra. Yes. And they got part of the plate. And Marge says it sounds like dealership plates. Yes, because it's DLR, but... Uh, Lou thinks that they just didn't finish writing down the rest of the tag. Yeah. And Marge is like, uh, I'm going to question your policing skills there, buddy. Oh, my that God. That sounds like a dealer plate to me. She is on top of it. Sharp. Nothing so gets by quick. this woman. Yes. Um, also, she's pregnant. Yes. Super which is, pregnant. comes in handy later on. Yes. But that's just a detail, you know? Yeah. So then when she's like, that's a dealer plate, Lou goes, oh. <laughs> and I was like, Lou, come on. Adorable. You're a cop. How did you get here? I also love how bundled up they are. Yes. It's so cute. Those mittens they had were so huge. Their boots. I want their boots. Yes. Because as much as I try to dress for the weather, I never dress warm enough. No, never. My toes are always red. You never know with the New York winter. Every year I'm caught by surprise. Yeah every single year (laughs) it's it's my maybe my greatest character flaw yes (laughs) the one pro of the masks is they keep your face warm oh that's so warm i love that yeah (laughs) so anyway we cut to a cafe where jerry's telling wade and stan about gene and getting kidnapped and the ransom and wade's like i don't want to pay the money and jerry's like hello this is my wife and your daughter we're paying the money he's also trying to get one million yes so bro what a markup wow that yeah (laughs) and you're getting a hit for forty thousand. I mean, when you're doing business, if I'm hiring somebody, I'm charging the person, the client more than I'm hiring the person for so that I have a profit too. Oh, yeah. I get it. But also that markup, that profit margin is way too high. That's a lot. Jerry, you're dreaming too big. Yeah. But I mean, I guess if he had more money than 40,000, he would have got better guys. True. (laughs) That's right. So Wade is like, let's bring in professionals. And Jerry's like, how about no? Yeah, we got to keep the cops out of this, Wade. And Wade's like, this is my money. We're doing it my way. And then Jerry's like, this is my wife. They're calling me. We're doing it my way. And then Stan surprisingly agrees with Jerry. Yeah. So then once Stan agrees with Jerry, then Wade's like, all right, maybe we start with a half a million. He does not respect Jerry or his ideas. Not at all. But I mean, now that we know who Jerry is, I kind of, I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with Wade on this one. Yeah, for sure. And how bad is Jerry with money that he needs to kidnap his own wife for a million dollars? How bad is he as a person that he thinks that the way to get that money is to kidnap his wife? Yeah. You know, like, why is that where your brain goes? And also it just like... It's not suddenly suspicious that now you have a million dollars and you're going to, like, go buy a lot or something. Right. You're going to go buy shit that Wade knows you can't afford. Right. Hmm. And it's not like Wade doesn't, even if he didn't catch on, it's not like he doesn't have an accountant or, like, people around him that would be suspicious. Yeah, exactly. Like, he has a whole team of people. He's that rich. Yes. Oh, so embarrassing. 
Whew, he's not thinking this through. Yeah. <laughs> so we leave. Outside, Stan offers to have somebody stay with Jerry until the kidnappers call him for further instructions. And Jerry's like, oh, no, they want to talk to me and me alone. Like, this is just a me thing. I have to handle this. Like, yeah. he's trying to, like, be, like, the big man, but also be, like, very obviously, like, set up. Yeah, exactly. And Stan mentions Scotty. And Jerry's like, oh, shit, I have a kid. <laughs> uh, I was just like, how did you? What? <laughs> And that's the other thing. Like, you're not even considering the trauma that's going to happen to your child because you just need money. Poor Scotty. Wow. (laughs) So we go to Scotty. He's home upset, super worried about mom. I'm I'm really glad he's upset about mom. (laughs) At least somebody is. Yeah, exactly. And he also thinks the cops should get involved. And I'm like, good. Right. And then Jared's like, no, 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 no. Me and granddad, we're we're, we're covering it. Just don't worry about that. We got it covered. What a bad dad. My favorite thing about this scene, though is that we learn that Scotty is an accordion nerd. He is, yes. <laughs> On the back of his bedroom door, there is a huge poster for, like, accordion god or something like yeah, that. so fun. Need to research that. And he's got a huge accordion on his bed with all, like, the piano keys and stuff. And was, by the way, oh. how is your accordion going? Oh, it's going. It's going? <laughs> it's going. Have you learned anything new besides happy birthday? No. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Have, I was so impressed when you just played happy birthday for me, though. I learned a little bit of uh, That's Amore. Oh, yeah? I love that. If it makes you feel better, I have not made any improvements in the guitar. So we're both in the same spot. Our band, same level. I know. Neither of us has has surpassed the other. I wanted to get back into playing bass guitar this year and I learned a song. That's good. That's something. (laughs) And that was in January. But no, I would put more of your effort into the accordion. I think that's more impressive. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll get you the ladies. Oh no, whip out that bad boy during a bonfire. <laughs> Be like, hey, you guys want to see my party trick? <laughs> Was it the, the chicken dance? Y'all want to hear the chicken dance? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> do you guys want to hear Baby Shark? Baby Shark. I'm sorry that I got that stuck in anybody's head. Whoops. Yeah. Not really sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> anyway, yes. So Scotty is an accordion nerd. And then we go down and we see that Jerry is just... Oh, he also tells his son to lie. Yeah. If anyone asks about like, Gene. If aunt whoever, aunt whoever calls, just say that your mom's down in Florida. Oh. Great dad. Oh. Great dad. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 parenting. Oh. So <laughs> we cut to the woods and our kidnappers pull up to a house and then they pull Gene out the back. So then she tries to run away and then they just watch her struggle through the snow. Yeah. Because her head's covered. Yeah. She, got, she has her little house slippers on. Yeah. Her she's, hands are tied behind her back. Yeah. She's falling around everywhere. She's not set up for success right now. Yeah. Carl just straight up laughs at her. Mm-hmm. Gear is just watching her just run. Yeah. So then we cut back to Marge. She's whole, in her whole barrel laughs. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's a great time. Yeah. He's just so fun to be around. So fun. We cut to Marge in her office, and Norm is there with lunch for her. They are Aww. so cute. Oh, but he got Arby's for them, and I've never had Arby's. I've, that's also a note that I have is that I've never had, I've never heard of, and I've never seen anybody eating Arby's. I have never seen an Arby's. I've seen commercials for Arby's. I've seen internet posts about Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> never once have I stepped foot inside of one. I've never seen a building. Is Maybe they're just not like a Northeast thing. Maybe they're up that road that has all the fast food places. They might be. You know, no, like that's, that's a Sonic. That's like 45 minutes away from us. Though. Yeah, there was a Sonic on that road. It was a drive through I mean, all Sonics are drive through but it was Sonic that got taken down. I don't know why. Damn. May- no, you're right. Maybe there is an Arby's up there. Maybe. We're getting in too much detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so another officer comes in and says, hey, we looked up to the car and they stayed at this motel, left the car tag info off their check-in and had company with them. Oh, oh, oh. And I was like, damn, they're really good for a small town police force. Yeah, and what a great lead. Yeah, they're really on top of it. And also how bad 
of uh, our bad guys are these two because how <laughs> easily are they traced? Yeah. <laughs> they got found the next morning. Yeah, exactly. Huh. <laughs> so March finds the two that were with the men. Yes. So I guess that circles back to why we had to see them having sex. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so she's questioning them and they are not the brightest. They... They're just like, oh, yeah, the amount of times we say yeah in this scene. It's so great. I need to go back and count it. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the one who's with Carl says he was funny looking. And March says how? And she's like, he's just funny yeah, looking. Just overall. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> just, it's. Does not explain further. <laughs> she like she physically cannot. Yeah. She's and like, I feel so bad. Looking. Like, Steve Buscemi's always getting called funny looking. Yeah. And, like, that's his face. Like, he can't do anything about that. And he didn't do anything to himself to be funny looking. And like that's just his thing now. At least he embraces it. He does. I just I hope that he doesn't feel bad about that. Or like I'm sure he was insecure about that at some point in his youth. Oh, for sure. And oh, but you know what they did? Like he did approve of the script, so you know, it's it is co-signed. But I just feel so bad. I, I'm sure he's comfortable in his skin now. Yeah. <laughs> and the other woman says the guy, other guy, smoked a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, can we get physical description, ladies? She's just like, he's big. Yeah. <laughs> Not as funny looking. He's older than than the weird looking kid. But yeah. uh but yeah. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, but then Marge's like, oh yeah. Can we get something else? Like blonde, brunette? No. For fuck's absolutely sake, not. Something. No. <laughs> oh, but one does say that they did mention it's something about going to the Twin Cities. So there's your that's the biggest lead that they that's got a good out of tip. that. Yeah. Also, why are they why would they tell them that? <laughs> <laughs> They're probably just talking out loud. Ladies, well, we've got something great coming for us in the twin cities. It's maybe it's less of why do they tell them that and more so the not what misogyny does to you, but what misogyny can do for you. Because <laughs> they probably thought like these two dumb girls can't can't do anything but have sex, so let's just talk about our whole plans in front of them. Oh, maybe you know, they might have just know. done that. Or it could have been just like a quick brag or like yeah. just chit chat or something. Or just Carl being the worst bad guy in the world because oh, he sure. sucks. Yeah, because we know the other guy's not talking. Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely, they got caught because of Carl. <laughs> For sure. So we cut to the kidnapping house and Carl cannot get the TV to work. So he is having some real anger issues. Yeah, he's punching it like he's punching the TV like he's in a boxing match. Yes. Like, all right, calm down, Muhammad Ali. Right, yeah. <laughs> he's screaming at it. Gare's just sitting there just ominously. Gina's sitting quietly. And I feel like Gare wants to kill Carl. Oh, for sure. I'm getting those vibes. Yeah, they do not seem to get along these yeah, two. Yeah, you don't have to say anything, but you hear it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we cut over to Marge watching a nature doc, and me and her could hang. Yeah, yeah. you guys could definitely hang. Just us saying yeah a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And just watching animals. <laughs> yep. And then next morning, or like middle of the night, Marge gets woken up by another phone call, and it's somebody named Mike Yanagata. And he's like, oh, I saw you on the TV, and I just, you know, I just, I'm in the Twin Cities, and I thought maybe we should catch up because I just, you know, we lost touch, and I saw you on the TV, and I was just like, oh, that's Marge. I know her. Yeah, they have a super thrilling conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, is he calling in the middle of the night? I think he, he know. I think he called super early in it the morning. It was 1045 in the yeah, morning. Yeah, it was 10 in the morning. They just had really good curtains. Yeah. <laughs> so I like, need those. Me too. <laughs> so we cut to Jerry trying to cinch a car sale. But first, yes. on that phone call, he goes, uh, well, heck, how the heck are you? How the heck are you? Favorite line, maybe. So no, actually, cute. my favorite line is later on in the movie, but this is up there. <laughs> How the heck are you? <laughs> so now we cut to Jerry. <laughs> love all. How many times in this movie they say darn and heck? And heck. It's do people in Minnesota just not curse? I was gonna say it's like Ned Flanders, but just personified and like Oakley Doakley, Oakley Doakley, neighbor Rooney, <laughs> howdly doodly. I bet you some people do, but I bet you a lot of people don't. Because also back to my viral video, <laughs> I made a response to it. <laughs> 
where so many people were like, oh, I wish it snowed out here in California. So I made a video. And then I was jokingly like, I would take snow over an earthquake any day. But then I also, I cushioned it by saying, but the weather do be hitting different, right? Nobody read that far. They all got mad that I called out their earthquakes. Uh, so they're like, oh, I would take an earthquake. It only happens three times a year and you can't even feel them. And I was like, all right. So maybe it's one of those, like, we think that they maybe they don't curse, but maybe they do a lot. Yeah. And maybe it's just a few of them that don't. Mm. You know, the way that stereotypes work? Maybe it's a stereotype <laughs> that they oh, just don't curse. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, back to yes. Jerry in the dealership. Yes, he's trying to send a car sale. This guy's just not paying attention to him. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. So then now he gets a phone call. It's Carl, From Carl on the phone. Yeah. And he's like, hey, buddy, circumstances have changed beyond the acts of God. Um, and Jerry's like, who no carl you can't do that and jerry's like but a deal's a deal and he's like well three people have shed blood so there's a different deal now and we want the eighty thousand in advance i want it tomorrow i'm gonna be in town give it to me and jerry's like well i i did agree to a no rough stuff kind of deal so um i don't know how i feel about this and again for like the second time in this movie carl's like i'm not debating with you right and he's like don't you ever interrupt me again and i was like Ew. Yeah. Chill out. Very unattractive Come on down. a human to ever act like that. And Jerry's so pissed, but like, I'm like, isn't Jerry getting a million? Like, what's 80,000? Right. <laughs> but he has to keep up the facade because, yeah. you know, he's a businessman. A really bad one. Worst businessman I've ever yeah. met. So then after the call with Carl, Jerry then gets a call from the company that needs the car serial numbers. Yes. And they're basically like, this is your last warning guy. Yeah. If I don't get them by tomorrow afternoon, I'm going illegal. And he's like, whoop. Yeah. So Jerry's unraveling now. Yeah. This is it. I mean, if he was just better, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. <laughs> so then we cut to a buffet. Uh, Marge is loading up her plate. Uh, and she I should. look up to this woman so much. Yeah. Uh, I miss those. I miss buffets. Yeah. But there's a little bit of everything here, and I've never seen that. Like, we only have Chinese buffets around us. Yeah, this was very, like, American style. Yeah, they had, like, a bunch of stuff. They even had Swedish meatballs there. I bet you, I bet you that that's just, like, a, a Midwestern kind of thing. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Because I guess that's more of their audience. <laughs> I would assume that's why. Yeah, I don't know. But while they're eating, another officer comes over, asks Norm when he's going ice fishing. And I like fishing, but I cannot imagine sitting out on ice and doing it. (sighs) Neither can I. (laughs) And also just like the idea, uh, like Marge has like a great job, like great title. But the fact that she gets interrupted day in and day out, I hate that. No, for sure. She cannot enjoy (laughs) one single meal without being interrupted. She's eating for two. Leave her alone. Right. <laughs> Look at her plate. She's got three plates on there. Yeah. So that guy gives Marge the phone records from the motel and that the bad guys were staying at. Yes. And two calls were to Minneapolis, one to a trucking company and the other to Shep. Oh, my God. Oh, Shep. The way that Carl just ruins lives. <laughs> <laughs> so then Marge's like, oh, I'll go take a drive down to the Twin Cities then, huh? Yeah. So oh, then- caught caught easy peasy yeah cut to wade jerry and stan sitting around a table and wade wants to deliver the money but jerry is like uh no they asked for me and me alone so i have to do it and wade's like uh what do they care money is money and it's my money so i'm gonna do it yeah jerry did not take into account how stubborn his uh father-in-law is right (laughs) you have to know your audience yeah you know that's like the biggest thing for anything that you're making (laughs) whether like whatever deal like we talk about it all the time in film because like it's you know obviously what your audience but like in any industry I imagine you have to consider your audience. Yeah, exactly. Jerry, <laughs> you're so dumb. Yeah. And Stan is like, hey, do you want me to start handling the phone calls too? And these two, again, are trying to muscle him out of this. Right. <laughs> imagine just also having so little, um, what's the word? Just influence <laughs> over your own life. Yeah. 
just it's just the, the lack of power you have over yourself. Oh yeah, and now there's a kidnapping. Yeah, you right. You did all this to yourself. So bro. Jerry, yeah, he tries to persist, Jerry. Right, and then Wade goes, "Look, Jerry, you're not selling me a damn car. This is my show, and that's that." Ooh, Ooh. wow, yeah. yikes! It's his daughter. So then Stan backs him up again, right? Like you were saying. So then Marge, we cut to Marge walking into a hotel, checks in, and then she calls the local cops here to see uh, what's the dealio with Ship. Yeah, they're just, she's just getting some info. And I, just, I can't get over how cute she is. She's so cute. She's so cute. So polite. Yeah. But also like puts her foot down enough. Yes. It's like whatever yeah. that balance is, it's amazing. Yeah. And exactly. I want it. Oh my God. Yeah, me too. Carl drives to the top floor of a parking lot in an airport, I guess. Yeah. And he starts stealing the plates off of a car. Right. Oh, my God. And And I was like, finally, something. Like, he should have done that, like, 30 minutes ago. Yeah, really. He leaves the parking lot and gives the lot attendant a really hard time. I'm like, guy, relax. He is... What I realized in this scene is a Karen. Oh, for sure. And maybe Hi, the betcha. male version of a Karen is a Carl. Yes. Because he so he, he drives out with these new plates on and then he gives the, the attendant the ticket and is like, I don't want to park here anymore and just expects to leave. So the guy's like, well, there's a minimum of $4 for parking for a day. And he's like, what the F is your problem, man? Like, he's like, this- I just pulled in and pulled out. Like, I didn't even park. So he the guy's like, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's a $4 minimum. Like, you... You were inside of the gates, so it's four dollars. And he just curses him out and he calls him like, Oh, you think you're such a big guy? And and like he just like degrades him so much. Yeah. And then he pays him the four dollars. And yeah. I'm like, Can you like if you're gonna pay him the money anyway, like why are you why are you yelling at him? Yeah, like shut the fuck up and go. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being that way. Like I hate people who need to give other people such a hard time. For no reason. Honestly. And like somebody who's probably making minimum wage. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. The worst. Poor guy. And he gets it. You know he gets it all day. All day long. Especially in an airport. Oh, the worst. Oh, uh, and they're not Ugh. even in the mood because they're all tired from traveling. Oh my God. Or they're in a rush because they need to get to their flight. Ugh. Yes. Disgusting. Oh, anyway, man. cut to Jerry. He's yes. at a shop asking for Shep and the dude's like, oh, he's talking to a cop. Marge. Marge is there. <laughs> so we got to Marge asking she's, him about getting a call on Wednesday. Oh, she's grilling him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't I don't remember. And she's like, oh, you don't remember the call you got on Wednesday at three o'clock in the morning? I think anybody would remember that. Yeah. He gives her like these one word answers. Yeah. And she's like, listen, you're on parole. If you're pulling shenanigans with bad dudes, that violates your parole, bud. Yeah. And I don't think you want to be an accessory to homicide. And you can go back to prison, bro. Yeah. And he's like, oh. <laughs> she's like you don't want that do you yeah so then we cut back to jerry at his desk and he is i don't know what he's just bullshitting around and march steps doodling. in yeah march steps in and jerry immediately nervous mm-hmm. immediately like body language suspicious yeah just she, not a not a thing and she's like do you mind if i sit i'm carrying a heavy load yeah <laughs> oh just invites herself in so cute so then she asked him about a tan colored sierra that was stolen off the lot a few weeks ago and he's like oh no it didn't happen not here no what me no way he short circuits for a second because yeah. you get like a long pause so yeah like, hello <laughs> he actually answers by not answering and tr- like tries to change the subject yeah and she's like okay but about the car because like she's here for a reason <laughs> yeah so then he he just is a, a disaster. Yeah, he, he keeps can't handle talking circles. She she leaves and Jerry calls the service department for Shep and finds out he's gone. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Marge ends up meeting Mike for dinner. And I'm like, do they used to have a thing? Because I kind of get that vibe. Yeah. But also, so my first reaction was that we love to see an Asian man with a speaking role who has an American accent. Yes. 
And then I immediately regretted that I was happy to see an Asian man in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He asks her about the case she's investigating. He, She doesn't have much to say. And then she asks him about his life and he starts to get super weird. Yes. And too he, personal. Too personal. He comes over, sits right... They're on a booth. Yes. And he goes to the other side. He sits right next to her, puts his arm around her. Like, there's no space between them. Not at all. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she established that she is happily married, pregnant with their child. Yeah. She shuts him down. She's like, go back to the other side. Yeah. yeah. So he gets super awkward about it. And then we find out his wife passed. From leukemia. So I am like, oh, now I feel bad for thinking he's weird and awkward. Right. <laughs> Same. <laughs> but then they they just kind of go back and forth. And he's just, he's just so weird and awkward the entire time. Just very forthcoming. Yeah. And then he goes to 100. And he, he's like, I've always really liked you, Marge. And then he starts to get really emotional and starts crying. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, Get out of there. If that ever happened to me, I'd be like, who? Actually, <laughs> um, I have an appointment right now that I forgot about and I need to go get to it. You get the broom out and you yeah, like, yeah. T- t- oh, yeah, like yeah. touch their shoulder like they're there. 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 <laughs> Especially now. Oh, Social yes, distancing. Yes. Comfort. <laughs> so now we go back to a club and Carl is with some woman. She asks him a what lady he does. of the night. A lady of the night. <laughs> she asks him what he does. He changes the subject. They make some really weird and painful small talk. And then we cut to them having sex until she starts making the weirdest sounds. She's just like so unenthusiastic going, oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. Awesome. How is that? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Like, OK. So then someone pulls her off. It's Shep. He then grabs Carl and throws him. Annihilates him. Starts kicking his ass. I don't really understand where they are, but some guy knocks on the door and Shep punches him too. Yeah. And then he um, kicks the escort and like not kicks her. Like she's running out of the yeah. place. And then he like just like kicks her in the butt. Yeah. Like, like momentum wise. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't hurt her. She's fine. Because we love Shep. <laughs> no, he doesn't we don't. Women. No, uh, no, we, no. Don't. <laughs> we don't like Shep. Um <laughs> So I don't really understand where they are, but um, he continues to beat up Carl real bad. Finally. Yeah. I'm like, somebody deserved it. Yeah, he deserved it. (laughs) Yeah. But he's like, you get the fuck out of my town. Yeah. I'm like, what is up with Shep that he's involved with these bad people? Right. (laughs) Like, what is his life? So then he leaves Carl just just destroyed on the floor and then later on we cut over to carl calling jerry and demand pissed off yeah he's done he's like you're gonna meet me in 30 minutes or else i'll just fucking kill everyone i'll kill your wife i'll kill your kid i'll kill you and wade is listening in at this point on the other line so like now he sounds like an actual like ransom call yeah which i guess works in his favor but then wade hangs up the phone storms off with the money and jerry's like uh yeah so again out of his control and uh we see wade in his car and he's packing heat this dude's not fucking around i mean your daughter gets kidnapped. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not playing games. Hell so no. I get it. Yeah. I respect it. I mean, he is an asshole still, but I get where he's coming from. Yeah. And then Jerry, as after he leaves, Jerry also gets ready to leave to go after him. So then we follow Wade as he's meeting with Carl, and then they start yelling back and forth at each other because Carl's like, "Where the fuck is Jerry?" And Wade's like, "Where the fuck is my daughter?" Yeah. And <laughs> then also Carl doesn't know who Wade is. Yeah. And obviously Wade doesn't know who Carl is. Yes. So it's just, they're basically like, "No Gene, no money." And then Carl's like, "All right, fine. I'm gonna defuse this situation by shooting you in the stomach." Yeah. So he shoots Wade in the stomach. And then he goes over to Wade when he's on the ground and Wade shoots him in the mouth. Yeah, he like (laughs) clips him on the side of the face. Yeah. So then now Carl Carl and his stupid temper tantrum. Just unloads bullets into Wade. empties the clip. Yeah. And it kind of, I don't know why, but it kind of reminded me of the Dear Sister SNL skit. 
Ah, yes. <laughs> Which I know is like a horrible takeaway from this Dude, scene. Did, speaking <laughs> of what you sent me, you know how they cracked the code for the, the, uh, the, for the Zodiac Killer? Yeah. And then there was that joke that the code translated to the, that dear sister letter. Dear sister. By All those memes? Re- yeah. <laughs> By the time you read this, I'll be dead. Here's how I think it'll happen. <laughs> so funny. What you say? <laughs> but this is honest. Like, I'm watching the scene and I'm like, this is the sloppiest movie ever. Like, not in the way that it was shot or handled, but just in the way that the characters are and that the plot is going. Yeah. Because, like, how did it get so out of hand? Carl's such a fucking mess. It just so went, was Jerry. Yeah, right? It, it, this movie just went... Like it went to 100 and then it went to 200 and then it went to 300. Yeah. And it just did not stop. I didn't expect any of this. No, neither did I. I was like, I thought this was going to be like a Midwestern. Right. I thought it was going to be like one of those slow burn, like weird things. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's so much crime. Yeah. What is happening? There's so much happening. So then Jerry finally catches up in the parking lot as Carl is like crazily driving away. Oh, and he grabbed the money. He grabbed the money yeah. and run off. So then Jerry finally gets to the top of the, the garage and he sees wait on the floor and this is i'm gonna jump into like filmmaking mode for a second because this scene or this shot amazing oh so good so good it was so good we just get a wide shot from behind the car of jerry's car looking at wade on the floor we never see a reaction from Jerry. We just see the hood of the um, the trunk pop open. Oh, my God. And I was and like, oh. Tells you everything you need to know. Everything. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like stopped. and I was like, whoa, filmmaking. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm going to be that guy for a minute. I got to do it. You got to You got to gush over it. It's one <laughs> shot. It's done so well. It's so good. Oh, then, so telling. Yeah. And then we see Carl go to the entrance of the lot and the attendant is horrified to see this man just bleeding all yeah. over himself. And so then we follow Jerry as he's leaving the parking lot and he sees the lot attendant dead. Yep. Whoops. Oh my God. And the gate's broken through. Yeah. So I guess Carl couldn't wait for the gate to go up. Yeah. Right. What the fuck? I would be like, okay, if I was that attendant, I'd be like, wow, that person is bleeding. Gate open. Yeah. They need to get to a hospital. Oh, you need medical attention. Yeah. But don't hurt me. Guess, guess Carl didn't have that same thought. Yeah. So uh, Jerry gets home. Yes. And Scott calls him and tells him that Stan called twice. But Jerry's like, I'm going to go to bed. Scott's like, what is happening? And yeah. Jerry's like, it's bedtime. How can you even sleep? What do you mean? I feel like that's one of those, like, you just dissociate so much. And you're yeah. like, you know what I'm going to do is sleep. You just, you're so stressed. Your yeah. brain just taps out. Yeah. I don't, I kind of expected Carl to be at his house, but then I was like, he doesn't know where he lives. True. <laughs> or, mm, I mean, he does. Oh, he does. If he stole, yeah, he get, yeah, you know? Hello. Also, again, you're going to work with, with, like, bad guys and you're giving them your actual address. That too. Like, that is so stupid. But, I mean, I get it if that's your plan to kidnap your wife who's at home, but, like, Oh, my God. Send her to the grocery store or something. Like, <laughs> make something up. Yeah. Ah, man. So stupid. <laughs> or maybe we just don't plan to kidnap our wives. Yeah. And we just try to get money in legal means. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. If we're going to go that route. Yeah. <laughs> But so then the next morning, a cop yes. pulls up to somebody's driveway. Officer Olson. Yes. He's he, telling the cop about how he saw somebody who seems to be Carl tell him about how... He says he was bartending. Yeah. And this little dude was asking where to get some lady company. And this guy was like, what the fuck? And then they go into a back and forth because he's like, I'm not that kind of guy. And who he's the like, heck do you think I am? Yeah. And he's like, what do you think? I'm a jerk. And But he didn't say jerk. He meant something else. Yeah. So then he says that the little dude, he drops that he's out on the lake and that he killed someone. And this guy also describes 
and he's talking about Carl. He says he's funny looking. And it's just like, you know, just generally funny looking. <laughs> Michelle just bullies Steve Buscemi right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Feels so the, bad. Yeah. Exactly with the lady from earlier. So. Yeah. <laughs> but if this is based off a real crime, like, I want to know what the real dude looks like. Oh, true. Because is that how the people described him? Maybe. We got to look it up. Just a funny looking yeah. dude? <laughs> so then he basically, we just established that, that they're staying by the lake. And that's their next lead. Yeah. So now Carl is somewhere in the middle of nowhere, staring at the briefcase full of cash. He has one paper towel on his wound. Yes. What? Do you care about yourself at all? <laughs> like, I know that it's like you're running away from people, but like, can you take yeah. care of yourself a little bit? Do you think he knew the case is going to have a million dollars? No, absolutely not. Definitely not. But he um, ends up opening it and he takes 80000 out and then yes. stops on the side of the road and starts digging to put the rest of the briefcase in. Yeah. And also, it's the most shallow hole that he's ever made. Yeah, some farmer's going to find that. Yeah, he digs a hole that's maybe an inch deeper than the actual briefcase. Yeah. So it's basically, just put it on the ground. Just leave it out <laughs> in the open at that point. Yeah, basically. Like, what's, what's the point? Yeah. And so the- <laughs> I'm surprised he's not fainted. Yeah. He got shot in the face. He's bleeding out. He's been driving for God knows how long. Yeah. Just the adrenaline has to have run out by now. Yeah, right? whatever though right <laughs> yeah so later on marge is on the phone with somebody and telling her it's like a friend like she's her friend valerie with. yes and they're talking about mike and the friend's like oh mike and linda they were never a thing linda was the wife that mike said died yeah and she's like never a thing he was going after for a while but she's fine and he didn't take it so well and marge is like hmm yeah she says that he was just bothering her i guess he was stalking her yeah and valerie also says mike has had some mental health issues and that he lives with his parents oh and linda's alive and fine huh so he was never married to her and she didn't die. Like, jeez, Wow, yeah. Bro. And also, I'm so glad that women gossip because if she <laughs> wasn't gossiping, she would have fell for that somehow. Yeah. In some way. Yeah, she would have like maybe extended help or like try to like open friendship yeah. or something. Oh, jeez. Good thing you always got to do your research, everybody. Yeah. You got you to gotta know what you're dealing with. Make talk shit. No, yeah. <laughs> so then Marge is like, Oh, I'm going to go get some fast food to process this. So she stops at a Hardee's. Yeah, I have seen those. I have never, I've never seen one of those. I've seen those. They're upstate. I've never been to one. Okay. Um, One of the movies I was working on, the producer, because it was like two doors down. So the mm-hmm. producer would always eat it. Okay. And I was like, was always considering. No, I'm lying. It was a Carl Jr.'s. Uh, ah, I've man. never seen one of those either. Um, I can take you. I know where one is. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a movie with fast food places we don't have. You know, <laughs> and you always think like we don't have in and out over here, but then you realize how many other fast food places we don't have over here. I know. Like the world. You think it's your oyster. It's not. I know. I just want to go. I kind of just want to go back out west just for in and out mm. Yeah. Me totally honest. I'm still debating whether or not I like it more than it or more than um, Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Yeah. Where'd my brain go there? <laughs> I was about to say Smash Burger. No, Smash Burger is definitely far less superior. Yeah, I don't like Smash Burger. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> if you're in Westchester, oh, maybe I shouldn't plug a restaurant. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not until they pay us for that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll get to that later. They you can be, DM us for yeah. that. But anyway, yeah, I, I, you know what? I just like burgers in general. Yeah. And I feel like the issue with burgers is I've never gone somewhere and been like, this is the best burger I've ever had. Yeah. Because I've eaten so many burgers. I've eaten so many good burgers. You remember the fries. You don't remember the burgers. Yeah. That's so interesting. I wonder what that's about. Like, I have so many places I like for burgers, but I couldn't tell you which one was like my favorite for the best burger. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
That is so, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so interesting. Oh, you, oh, you betcha. betcha. <laughs> <laughs> so now Jerry is playing around with some fake serial numbers in his office. Yeah. Um, because he has to finally get those numbers to the um, the other insurance dude. And Marge <laughs> comes in and he tries to tell her that no cars have been stolen. And she's like, ah, that's cute. But the crime happened. And um, the dude, like, when, how often do you guys do inventory? Like, have you checked recently? Yeah. So then he gets very defensive. He tries to shut her down and she's like, sir don't get snippy and i wanted to be dramatic when i said that but she wasn't dramatic and i didn't want to do marge like that yeah don't do marge like that <laughs> and she, she put her foot down and it was, it was so good yeah and she's like all right so i'll go see another salesperson i'm like oh Ooh. go marge and then he's like fine do you want me to do it i'll do the count now i'm just gonna do it right now yeah i'm gonna go out and count all the cars and she's like right now and he's like yeah you want it so bad so yeah, yeah. this is classic manipulator move oh for sure if this ever happens to you in the future don't fall for it they just want you to call their bluff yeah it's it's trash they don't mean anything by that yeah exactly he also says darn tootin angrily yes which i've never heard seriously never heard before. <laughs> acting amazing yeah william h macy out of the park yeah so smarty pants jerry leaves this officer investigating a case he may or may not be linked to alone in his office right where she could snoop openly yeah but she doesn't she just looks around but she then, looks at the the serial numbers that he's practicing with yeah like why would you not put that away yeah but then she looks out the window and sees him leaving the lot. Yes. And then this is my favorite line. She goes, he's fleeing the interview. He's fleeing the interview. And she like says it so like just in, in like a tizzy. Yeah. And it's just the delivery. So good. He's fleeing the interview. He's fleeing the interview. So then he picks up, she picks up the phone and she's like, how do I even make an outgoing call on this phone? So she tries to call the, the police and like just to let them know. Yeah. But I was like, what a great line so good <laughs> so then we look over and see that gene oh never i'm cutting ahead a little bit we cut yeah. over to gear and the staticky tv and carl comes in all bloodied up yeah gear is like snacking and watching a drama yeah carl comes back super bloody and they just look at each other funny yeah like, and then this is when we look over at gene who's just kind of passed out on the ground no she's on the ground and there's blood splatter on the wall oh i didn't notice that yeah. i just saw her on the ground i rewound because yep. I was like, what was that? Oh. I was like, no. Whoop. Yeah, no, he killed her. Wow. Yeah. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, you have a kid. I know. Wow. Oh, that kid's fucked. <laughs> and it's all dad. It's he's all got dad's trauma fault. and he's going to have daddy issues. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, what a two for one. Honestly. So Carl took 80000 from the case, as I said earlier. He gives forty to Gear. Gear. Yeah. And keeps four. I can't sorry and 40 for himself they also have two cars and carl says i'll have this car you take that car and gare says we're splitting them yeah and then carl's like how do you split a car even i was like dude what so that so yeah carl's like you can't split a car so then gare's like no one of us pays the other for the other half of the car which makes sense so then carl throws his classic temper tantrum and's like you fucking stupid whatever whatever's dumb, dumb stupid oh, goes off on him so yeah the but worst with the cars carl said you can have my truck i'll take the sierra if the truck is already yours why don't you just take the truck and just give the other car to him if he's being because difficult he wants the value of the newer car i think but also that's just like that's the car that the police are looking for why would you want the, the well, they evidence well they don't know the car the the police are looking for that car that's true but, but also like just in general like if that's what i'm committing the crime in i wouldn't want to be attached to it yeah but also he knows where the rest of the million dollars is true so why the fuck does it matter to have the nicer car right what an idiot <laughs> yeah so he loses it on him he goes off and then leaves so as he's outside we see gare 
follow him out and attack him with an axe. Axe murdered. Oh my god, I did not see that coming. Neither did I. But this also whole good. movie twists and turns. Yes, right. <laughs> I was on such a roller coaster. But I'm also so happy for Gear. <laughs> also, I mean, all these people are bad people. These people are horrible. So bad. These- not that I'm rooting for anyone, but if I'm rooting for anybody, yeah. <laughs> like. Marge is who we're rooting. Yeah. Marge and Norm. I would take a bullet for Marge. Yeah. Uh, if we're being totally honest. <laughs> Marge, my queen. Yeah. Anyway, later so, on, speaking of Marge. Yeah. She's on her police radio and the guy tells her about the kidnapped woman. Lou. Yeah, Lou. She was kidnapped the same day as the homicides. So she's like, hmm, suspicious. Hmm. They're looking for Wade and Jerry. To their knowledge, Wade is missing. But good for him for contacting the authorities behind Jerry's back. Good. Finally, yeah. Yeah. At least someone did. Yeah. Fuck Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> so then March says that she's just driving around the lake just to, you know, just to do her rounds. And, and then she's, she's like, I see the car. I see it. I see she it. She spots the tan Sierra. Yeah. And I really hope the authorities were like, they could ping her like spot and like yeah. go. So Lou, who she's talking to, is like, all right, cool. I'll call for backup. So then she doesn't wait for the backup. Yeah. No. She goes to look by herself. I, my anxiety shot through the roof. I was like, oh my gosh, Marge, be careful. Yeah. You have a baby. <laughs> oh my God. Marge. I was oh, I was so nervous when she was going to check it out. Yeah. She sneaks around the back because she hears some motors running. And then we go closer. She sees that Gare is by like the, um, the tree shredder thingy. A wood chipper. A wood chipper is what that's called. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we see some red stuff flying out of it. <laughs> so I'm like oh he's getting rid of the body i was like oh shit yeah <laughs> so then marge puts up her gun and she's like pants up police stop what you're doing but he can't hear her obviously yeah he just keeps pushing the leg in there yeah so oh, when he finally God. notices it's foot sh- sticking straight out of the chipper and just weird eye contact so he throws a log at her to distract her and then runs he runs onto the lake like where are you gonna go from there buddy you're wide in the open <laughs> slipping and sliding so she shoots at him she actually gets him in the leg yeah good nice what a, a great shot marge yeah she apprehends him we cut to her with him in the backseat of her cruiser she talks to him about the all the dead people. Yeah. And she's he, like lecturing him. She's yeah. like, you killed all these people. And for what? For some money? Money? Out of everything in this life, there's more to life than money. Like, now what? Yeah. She like, she started the, and for what meme? <laughs> for what? What for was what? the reason? What you are you know? doing? Yeah. He doesn't, still doesn't say a peep. Not a single sound. Um, some other first responder vehicles meet her out on the road. And we cut to North Dakota. And some officers are looking for a Mr. Anderson. Yes. He won't come out. They force their way in and apprehend him, and it's Jerry. Yep, trying to sneak out the window. They get him. He's sobbing yeah. while they're arresting him. It's like you can't sob. You did all this to yourself. Yeah, this, this is was all your happen. fault. This, yeah. you, this was. You thought you weren't going to get caught. Yeah. Okay. No. Cute. Yeah. That, so then, poor Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that yeah. Yeah. I hope that he's got like a good aunt or uncle to stay with. Oh, for sure. Somebody like on his side. Yeah. You know? So then we cut back to Marge getting into bed with Norm and he tells her that some stamp of his is worth three cents now. Yeah, because he entered a, p- a contest for his painting. Yes, that's what we talked about over lunch that other time, but we I just wasn't paying attention to that conversation. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, <laughs> but so he won and he he's now on a three cent stamp and that is so cool. Yeah, but then he minimizes his achievement and he's like, yeah, but someone else got a nine cent stamp. And a 29 and- cent stamp and like three cents is nothing. Yeah, and Marge was like, hello, what do you think people are buying, silly? And yeah. yeah, and like when they raise the price they're gonna need that three cent stamp and she is so supportive it is so cute and she's like i'm so proud of you and i'm like oh for our listeners 
Don't minimize your achievements. Every achievement is a win, no matter yes. the size. You know, this year, Sophia had um, convinced me to start an achievement board, which I have not updated since July. So I will have to go back home to update that. Oh my God, you got it. It makes you feel I have so, so many good. things. Yeah. It makes you feel so good when you so, add stuff. Um, I'm actually, I have this book. I got it from Shutterfly. It's got my face all over it. Aww. And I think I'm going to make that my achievement book Aww. for next year. I love that. Because I carry that around a lot more than I would update a, a board that's on my wall. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that. That's Anywho, a good idea. They're just, they're snuggling up in bed. They're Aww. so cute and supportive of each other. I love them. She, Marge is making sure that he feels like good about his achievement. Aww. And it's the end of the movie. We so find out cute. that the baby's doing two months. Yeah. And that's it. Her her belly is really big. Yeah. I thought she, I thought she was ready to pop. Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. I really liked this movie. This movie was so good. I have never been so caught off guard. Right. Watching a yeah. movie. <laughs> I also hated it, but in like the good way. Like I just hated the characters. Like Jerry and Carl were the absolute worst. The other guys pretty bad too. They're all They're really all bad. bad. But They're just all the people who dudes. just really like, I like would go out of my way to like punch in the face. Yes. Jerry and Carl, top of the list. Oh yeah. So punchable. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. I would, I said it already. Would take a bullet for Marge. Maybe not a lethal one. Yeah. Would definitely take a bullet for her though. <laughs> Like a paintball. <laughs> yeah, definitely. A paintball I would take for Marge. Yeah. Absolutely. At point blank range, would do that for her. Um, would hurt so much. But for Marge, if I'm protecting her and that baby, would do it in a heartbeat. She is such a lovable character. Yes. And the other thing, so like as the film student, this is like Coen Brothers, Fargo in general is just one of those classics and like it's a film kid movie. So I always get very hesitant about watching those movies because there's always the chance that it's just hyped up for some stupid reason. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, the director did this one shot or this, this one thing. And then turns out the director's trash. Yes. I'm so glad that this was not that case. I know. I'm, I'm like lucky for us, you know, <laughs> like there's other there are other film movies that are just like, why am I wasting my time watching this? What? This movie is such a great end to our year. Yes. Yes. This is our last movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so that what a yeah you're right and also just because it snowed the, the movie was so snowy it just fits it really does i'm really in the mood now <laughs> and i really like i had no idea what the plot of this movie would have been yeah me neither i would not have guessed any There's of this absolutely yeah no way i would have assumed any of this would have happened <laughs> the acting was so well done the writing yeah. amazing wow <laughs> gushing about this movie who would have thought i know right it's it was such a good movie yeah I'm so surprised. I'm me like too. pleasantly surprised. I haven't been this surprised by a movie in a while. Yeah, same. <laughs> me since Tu Wong Fu. Yes. I haven't yeah. been surprised. Actually, you know what? That's what we were going to talk about before we talked about me going viral was what was your favorite movie that we've seen this year? Oh, man. Ugh. I would say Tu Wong Fu, I think. I, You know, yeah. Yeah, that one in Bloodsport might and be Bloodsport, the top two. Yeah. <laughs> I would say in order for me. Damn, I know it's different Megamind for Damn, but too. Oh. oh. Okay, so that doesn't count for me because I've seen that before. Yes. But you're right. That was a great movie. That's I would so say... Good. For me personally, I would put Tu Wong Fu first, then Bloodsport, and then um, what else was this year? Oh, geez. Clueless wasn't this year. No, that, that was, was last year. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> what else was really, really good recently? Osmosis Jones. Oh, I did love that yeah. one. Yeah, we did Osmosis Jones. Yes. Wow. <laughs> we can also ask listeners what their favorite movie was of this year. Yes. Whether it was a movie that we did or not, but like obviously it makes a little more sense to us. We'll have more of a context if you tell us a movie that we've seen that you liked a lot this year, because I guarantee you, if it's a movie that you saw that we haven't, we haven't seen it. And we have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. You can also just chit chat with us. You can cool. chit chat with us. Yeah, we're very open to that. <laughs> yeah. But so for you, Bloodsport, Megamind, Tu Wong Fu. Tu Wong Fu. Tu Wong Fu is definitely oh my up God. there. Crouching Tiger was so good. Oh, that was so good. I also we, loved The Witches. Should we do a, a martial arts month? 
Oh, that would be really cool. That would be fun. That'd be neat. Yeah. <laughs> John Wick. That oh, movie was so good. That was this year? That was this year. Oh, my God. That was also a really good That movie. was in July. Oh, I love Keanu. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Keanu, should we have a Keanu month? Um, There's enough movies we yeah. did. <laughs> should we have a Jean-Claude Van Damme month? <laughs> I mean, I'm Damn. not going to say no. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Let's just strategize right now. Okay. Perfect. Um, <laughs> thank you for real. listening. Yes. Thank you for listening. Welcome to all the new listeners. Tell all your friends to listen to us, your family members, who is appropriate to listen to. Because we know that we use some language in this. And you can find us on all the streaming platforms. You betcha. You can find us on all the social media platforms at Chowdy Media. And you can definitely reach out to Jessica Damari, who composed our theme song for a theme song of your own. Thanks, girl. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, she actually just composed something, I think, for some show. An MTV show. Yeah. Yeah. That is so cool. You're killing like, it, Talk girl. about your resume. <laughs> Not to brag, but to brag. But the person who composed our theme song is out of this world. Amazing. She is doing it with her She's career. She's so good. <laughs> and on that note, again, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you for coming from the viral stuff. And happy new year. Stay warm and safe. Or I guess cool if you're in a warmer area of the world. Because <laughs> I'm remembering that people don't get snow. Uh. Not to brag about our snow. <laughs> And I guess that's it until next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.